0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast in the long run. I'm your host, Amber Zipfel, and I'm so excited for you to join our discussion today, which is the inside scoop to running shoes, neutral and stability. If this is your first time here, I am a D3 cross country and track and field athlete at the University of Mary Washington, which is located in Virginia. I would say I'm, I'm pretty qualified and educated to discuss the topic of running shoes because I have worked at a running store for the past two years. It is called Potomac River Running and there are several locations in the Northern Virginia area. Since I have worked there, I have been obsessed with shoes. All about shoes. <laughs> I even own five pairs to run in. Ah, wow. <laughs> in the long run is a podcast all about running for you guys we will talk and hang out every other friday and the discussions will range from funny questions asked by non-runners which was last week's podcast go check that out if you want to the breakdown of famous runners to your reviews to running horror stories i am so excited as you can tell woohoo let's get started So, what is exactly neutral and stability shoes? What are they? Basically, that is just a name to differentiate between shoes that have correction in them and ones that don't. The correction is to help with overpronation, which is when you're running and you land, your ankle rolls in and causes a weakness. Some of the shoes that have um, correcting technology and stuff like that helps make sure the runner doesn't do that and helps with any injuries that could occur, stuff like that. So neutral shoe means that there is no corrective technology in there. It's just helping people who have a pretty standard neutral running gait. And then stability shoes, the correction in them for overpronation helps them with any weaknesses in the ankle. And there are some in the middle, it's called light stability, and that has just a little bit of corrective technology in there. So people who have a little bit of overpronation could use those. And to also describe a little bit more about running shoes, there's this thing called a heel drop. And so that's basically the difference in height between the toe to the heel. So for example, the highest you can get is 12 millimeter, which means that you are like you're pretty elevated off the ground in terms of your heel. For zero drop shoes, that means that you're completely flat and you have no height difference. It's like you're walking with bare feet. So that's kind of a little background on what neutral and stability shoes are, as well as a heel drop. And let's get into the main topic, which is the rundown of top three shoes for neutral. And then top 3, 4 stability shoes, ones that I recommend and ones I've seen that are really popular at the running store, a lot of people like them, and we'll explain also why they work for some runners and why they don't. The first shoe we'll be talking about today is On Cloudflow. If you do not know what the brand is, that is okay, but you definitely need to know about them because they're very popular and blowing up in the running and active lifestyle industry. It was founded in 2010. I did not see the company in the running stores any of the shoes until around 2017 or 2018. The company is based in Switzerland, in which the brand creates sports clothing and running shoes the specific shoe the cloud flow is best for tempo runs and races and the shoe has ultra light helon super foam and cloud tech which is like the fancy technology names but it helps create the cloud-like structures seen on the shoes and it's like basically you're running on clouds it's so cool try a pair i swear they're awesome With all this wonderfulness, it gives a runner a fast, responsive feeling with fully cushioned road protection. The heel drop is 6mm, so a comfortable middle between a zero low drop and a high 12mm drop. They cost around $140. I'm happy to say I actually have a pair of these shoes and I absolutely love them. I only use them for workouts or track races when my shins do not want to deal with the spikes lol. So these shoes are best for neutral runner who incorporate a lot of faster tempo runs and workouts in their training plans and also who compete in road races and shorter but faster runs. The next one is Brooks Ghost. The company Brooks was established in 1914 in Pennsylvania and has later moved their headquarters to Seattle, Washington. They are known for making reliable running shoes. This shoe is a beloved trainer by almost all runners. So many runners run in them. Um, This really works well for a lot of individuals because it's just a standard, really just reliable trainer. The heel drop is 12 millimeter, which means the heel is raised very high and platformed. I recommend this shoe to a lot of runners, like high school ones and runners who like the standard amount of cushioning. There's some cushion, but not a lot. Well, I may be biased because I own a pair of these bad boys, but from working at the running store, I see this shoe as one of the most popular neutral shoes sold. This is a solid shoe. The Hoka. Bondi is number three on our neutral shoes list and it's last but not least people either say Bondi or Bondi but it really just depends who you're talking to and where you are the company it's actually called Hoka 11 but most people just say Hoka was established in 2009 and their headquarters are actually in California they're known to have really well-developed great cushion shoes. They've also gone into the realms of athletic apparel, cushioned recovery sandals, and a lot more. The Bondi is their neutral high cushion shoe, which means this is a step up from their regular neutral trainers. If I could describe these shoes, I, I would say you are wearing platforms or walking with moon shoes, but in the best way possible. They are amazing for recovery and long runs, And I really recommend this shoe to people who love, love plush cushion shoes, and as well as people who are on their feet all day long, such as teachers, nurses, doctors, and yeah, like that. The heel drop is 4mm, so they're on the lower end of the scale, and the price is $150. Basically, if you love cushion, these are the best shoes for you. so those were the three neutral shoes i really recommend and the next are the three stability shoes number one is the Saucony guide the company Saucony was founded in 1898 in pennsylvania and their headquarters are now in Lexington, Massachusetts. Great shoes, great company, with a lot of depth in terms of the shoes they offer, from regular neutrals to reliable racing flats and more. The shoe, the guide, Saucony guide, is great for runners who need a lightweight, stiffer feeling stability shoe. The heel drop is eight millimeter, so a little more on the higher side. It is $130, so a decently priced running shoe. I recommend the guide to all types of runners who like the feel of a stiffer, harder shoe and the regular amount of cushion. The next one is the New Balance 860. This one is one of my favorite brands, but low-key all of them are, (laughs) but it's New Balance. The company was founded in 1906 in Boston, Massachusetts. Seems to be a lot of companies are in Massachusetts or Pennsylvania, (laughs) and their headquarters are still located there today. They're known for American sports footwear and apparel, so not just for runners. However, their running shoes are (laughs) (laughs) Thebomb.com. <laughs> the 860s are a stability shoe that have the standard amount of cushion, but I always say these shoes make people feel like they're running on pillows. So soft. They are so nice and soft. The heel drop is 10 millimeter, so on the higher side, and they cost $130. I recommend these shoes to runners who need stability, of course but for people who use them for regular runs and long runs. I have worn the New Balance 880s, which are the neutral version of these, and also the New Balance Vongos, which are a light stability shoe. I loved my time running in these, and I I bet you would too, I'll be honest. Okay, last but not least, the last stability shoe we're talking about today is the Ultra Provision. Ultra is a very new company, founded in 2009, but has not really taken off until pretty recently. They are based in Denver, Colorado, and these shoes are known to have a zero millimeter drop, which is basically walking barefoot, which is actually healthy for our feet. It does take some time getting used to them, but the benefits are great. They also fit like a foot, meaning they are shaped wider in the toe box because all of our shoes seem to be shaped differently than how our feet actually are. (laughs) The Ultra Provision is their stability shoe and it has a guide rail on the sides. A guide rail is basically another way to say one of the corrective technology So the guide rails are like if you are at a bowling alley and you roll the ball and then there's some rails on the side to help get the ball in and you know knock down the pins those guide rails are basically the rails of the bowling alley so if you need them they activate but if you don't they don't activate so essentially any runner can wear them and if there's foot needs a little bit more corrective than the other it really balances out and helps so it's great the price is 130 And I recommend these shoes to people who need a wider toe box if they are to have bunions and such, and people who do not like a high heel height. I say, take a chance on them. There are other shoes that are considered light stability, meaning they are not heavy duty in guide rails and other technology that really help with overpronation but they're built with a little, so this would be great for runners who have a slight overpronation or weaker ankles. If this is you, I recommend trying these shoes, which are Brooks Ravenna, New Balance Vongo, and Nike React Myler. Hopefully you've gotten some good information about running shoes and what works for you as a runner. It's a lot of information, I know, but we did it. And if you ever need to go back and write some notes down, re-listen to this podcast. I hope this helps in some way. But before we finish this episode, I want to leave you with some tips. First, try to go to a local running store when buying a running shoe. Help support a local small business and get a very personalized experience on the fitting process this will ensure the shoes you are trying to get are actually right for you if you live in the northern virginia area definitely check out potomac river running there are several shops around the area from dc to leesburg and they have a great fitting process and wonderful sales associates i (laughs) may be biased because i work there but yeah they are they're great they're great When you go to a local running store and get fitted for a shoe, make sure you have about thumbs width of toe room. To figure this out, stand up, bend down towards your toes, place your thumb sideways in the space between the end of your toe and the end of the shoe. If the space fits the width of your thumb, then this is a shoe for you. If the space is smaller than your thumb width, ask for a half size larger. If it is bigger than your thumb, go a half size down or until you feel like you have just the great amount of room. Another tip is when you start using your running shoes, make sure to tie and untie your shoes (laughs) rather than stuffing your feet into the shoes every day. This makes your shoes last longer and does not break down over time versus if you were to do that, they break down a lot easier in terms of its structure, material, etc after you buy your shoes it is recommended to use them for about 350 to 450 miles and then replace them you can tell if your shoes are no longer wearable or runnable by looking at the bottom of your shoes and checking to see if the treads are really worn down and as well as if the cushion has a lot of lines or groove another way you can tell is if you start to feel some aches or pains so you know it is definitely time to change your shoes out. (laughs) When it is time, try to donate your running shoes for there are some places that actually recycle and give them to people who can't afford them. Okay friend, that is all the shoes we are covering today. So this seems to be the end of our chat. I hope you enjoyed today's topic and gained some great knowledge on what shoes work for you. I would love to hear what trainers you are currently wearing or which ones you are thinking of trying. So send your reply via Instagram at in the long run podcast. And also, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out if it's about running shoes or something else in the industry, etc. I would love and really appreciate the opportunity to answer them for you i am here for you just as i feel like you're here for me we are in this together (laughs) and oh and if you want any updates or just want to support in the long run you can follow and share our instagram page so thank you in advance if you do this again our uploading schedule is every other friday and the next episode is how to prepare for a run the night before and morning of basically we will go into the great techniques and routines runners usually go through before their race such as their meal prep the contents of their backpack and more i'm very excited to continue this journey with you and explore all the topics of running in this podcast i really appreciate your time and support let's make this podcast our podcast thank you fellow running buds for tuning in to this episode The inside scoop to running shoes, neutral and stability. I cannot wait to hang out with you next time. In the meantime, go for a run, explore a new route, smile during the hardest part of your workout, recover the best that you can, and repeat. Thank you and goodbye for now, running friends.